on today's episode of the Tweet Show. Got a lot of things to cover. Got a lot of things to talk about. Got a lot of sports to talk about. NFL, NBA, just whatever. And then at the very end of the episode, I want to talk about what happened to me last Friday. It was a very interesting story, so we'll talk about that at the very end of the episode. So with that all being said, let's jump right into it with today's show. show off with the NFL playoffs. Let's recap of what's happened so far. The Cincinnati Bengals beat the Las Vegas Raiders. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Cowboys lost to the Niners. The, um, who am I blanking on? The Bills beat the Patriots. And the, uh, who else did I, who else am I blanking on? Why can't I, uh, think here? Hold on, I wrote it down. Why can't I think of the other team? Oh, the, uh, the, uh, Rams, Rams, Cardinals. So the Rams beat the Cardinals, and then the Bucks beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Did I miss anybody? Nope, I got them all. Okay. So our next round of the divisional round is the Cincinnati Bengals versus Tennessee Titans, and the Buffalo Bills versus Kansas City Chiefs on the AFC side. And the NFC side, you get the 49ers versus the Green Bay Packers, and the Los Angeles Rams versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which will probably be like great games, which I'm expecting. The only game I wouldn't be surprised if it's kind of a blowout in a way is probably going to be the Cincinnati Bengals and Tennessee Titans. Like, I could see the Titans kind of, um, uh, their their run game kind of just destroying the Bengals and, like, how the Cincinnati Bengals defense has lost, like, a couple of D linemen. So I feel like either Derrick Henry, who is supposed to be back for this game, or whoever's his backup will probably kind of run over them a little bit so we'll see how that goes but otherwise i think it'll be a good game to watch uh the bills and titans are the bills and chiefs game though that's going to be like the game to watch for in the afc because i think probably whoever wins that probably going to come out of the afc like on all honesty even though i would like the titans to win and like come out of the afc to see a little new but i'm not i'm okay with the chiefs winning too like i'm okay whoever's like these are the four teams that I would like to see in the Super Bowl. Like I'm fine with either teams in the Super Bowl as long as they beat somebody in the NFC. Because I don't, I'm not a big fan of either either teams in the NFC. I'm okay with the Niners. Like the Niners aren't terrible. They're my like fourth favorite team in the NFC. I guess I just like their, I like a couple of their players like George Kittle and Debo Samuel and some of the others. But uh, either way, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, the Cincinnati Bengals and Titans game. So it's going to really come down to if the uh, Titans can establish that run game and just keep pounding the Bengals, then it's probably going to be over. But if the Cincinnati Bengals can like contain that run and like they can create the explosive plays in the pass game with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase in them, I think they get a legitimate shot too. And then they probably also have to run the ball a bit with Joe Nixon. He's going to have a good game. It's going to be like kind of a, uh, I think both teams are going to 
it's going to be like a slow-paced game of it. If like I think Cincinnati will is willing to play their Tennessee's game and run the ball and manage the clock, but at the same time, I think Cincinnati kind of wants to pick up the pace a little bit and go fast and just score, 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 and then that way they can score like in two minutes and then you know. But at the same time, you gotta give your defense some rest, so you don't want to score too fast. But either way, I feel like they just gotta uh, press on the gas and just go, go, go. But either way, I think it should be good. Some really good football this coming weekend. But either way, uh, the on the NFC side though, I really hope the uh, 49ers beat the Packers because I absolutely hate the Packers. I despise them as a organization. And all their players are horrible. On the uh, on the real note, though, I think the Packers are going to be like are going to be wanting a little revenge because, like, was it the past two years the the Forty ers have kind of kicked their butts. So I mean, it's just I think this is kind of Rodgers' year because if Roger doesn't win and at least get to the Super Bowl this year. Then he's not gonna go, but he's just never, he's just never going to get there, like at any point of his career, regardless of what team he's on. Like, this is almost the year to do it. Like, if it's not gonna be this year, then it's never gonna happen for him. Like, this is has to be his year to get to the Super Bowl. It's just gonna be, I mean, I would love it as a fan to see that he just can't get over the hump anymore and just keeps constantly losing in the playoffs, which would be great. But as like, as a person, you kind of feel bad for the guy. But generally, you know, he's had some like a really weird season this year with all his fake vaccinations and all those other things he's said and blah blah blah. The offseason stuff where he wants out but he doesn't want out. And I don't know. Rogers is a very interesting person slash football player. Regardless of whatever you think of him, and some people generally don't like him. I generally do not like him as a person well i shouldn't say that i generally don't like him as a football player but i do respect his game at the same time like i i don't know it's it's hard to say with him he's just he's he's yeah i don't know what to make of him anymore yeah i don't know he sometimes he just ruined sometimes he just makes me so frustrated to watch football Especially when he's playing against my Bears, and every time he just kicks my butt. So it doesn't even matter. I'm getting a little sidetracked here. I think the Packers probably just needs to keep doing what they're doing, and like either just let Rodgers have the ball and let him decide how the game should start. It should the game should start with Rodgers and end with Rodgers for the Packers. He determines how the game is going to go. He will take them as far as he needs to go in this game. Now, the 49ers, the San Francisco side of it, though, the Niners need to keep doing what they're doing and run the ball, play great defense, and try to not screw up on special teams because that's kind of what kind of killed them in a little bit in that Dallas game. Is And also, Jimmy G just needs to play at a good, at a consistent pace. Just don't cost a turnover. Don't do something stupid. You're going to regret, blah, 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 all these Haters and naysayers about Jimmy G. Look, 
I know Jimmy G is not the best quarterback in the world, but sometimes he just gets the job done. And now, obviously, he missed that wide open corner route to uh, what was it Brandon Ayuk, and then he threw that terrible interception. But like at the same time, just sometimes he just you get what you get from him. Like he does some good things, and then sometimes he does some bad things. So it's like, and everyone's like, "Oh, can't wait till he's uh, gone next year." Well, what if he does really good this postseason and gets you to the Super Bowl? Like you're gonna probably going to keep him again. Like, I don't think Trey Lance is ready yet. Like, I saw, like, granted, I haven't seen too much of Trey Lance. But I don't know if he's, like, ready yet. Like, I feel like he's still kind of a working process. And I'm sure Kyle Shanahan's probably thinking the same thing. So he's probably like, all right, I can probably keep Jimmy Garoppolo for another, like, a year or two. And then after that, we can kind of get Trey out there or just, you know, whenever Trey's ready, really. I mean, sure, you want to be like, well, just doesn't matter when he's ready or not. you got to send him out there. Well, true, but at the same time, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt a little bit just to send him on the bench and watch the game fold. And sure, you got to have reps and all that other stuff to, like, see what you see and don't get confused about things. But, like, I feel like Jimmy's probably done a great job treating teaching trade about certain things and Kyle's a really great coach and quarterback Westbrook at the same time so it's probably a win-win regardless so he can play right now or you could just sit on the bench for another year or two I think he's kind of a win-win because he's kind of a project you know it's just it's gonna take time with him I feel like so that all being said about Trey Lance, we're going to go back to the game. The guy got sidetracked with Trey Lance there. So, um, like I said, the Niners need to run the ball with Debo and all those other running backs they have. And Jimmy G can make some mistakes at crucial times of the game. And Aaron Rodgers needs to just play Aaron Rodgers football. He just keeps doing what he's doing. And I'm sure they'll win the game regardless of what the score is. It could be... 24-21, three-point game. I don't know. It's just, I really hope the Niners win. Or I really hope the Niners, or I, if the Packers do win, I'll, I hope they blow it again in the NFC Championship game, regardless of who they play. They could play anybody. I would love to see them blow it again in the NFC Championship game, like they've done the past, what, three years now? Two or three years? Oh, it's just gonna be such great, such great entertainment for for me if they lose this Sunday or even next Sunday. Um. Okay. So, what's the next game? Oh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Los Angeles Rams. That's kind of an intriguing matchup because last, well, actually, not. Let me go back for a second for that Packers Niners game because last time these two teams met in the regular season, it was kind of a really good game, close game situation because like the Niners. We're driving all the way to score, but they left too much time on the clock for Rodgers. Obviously, too much time for Rodgers. If you give Rodgers like 40 seconds and he only needs a field goal, he's going to do that easily. It's, it, guy is so frustrating sometimes watching teams going up against Aaron Rodgers when there's too much time on the clock. I'm like, why did you leave that much time on the clock? What are you doing? <sighs> It's, it is what it is. Regardless of all that, you still got to do what you got to do. So either way, um, what was it? In that game, so yeah, the Niners scored 
to like take the lead or either tie it. I don't remember exactly, but either way, they scored, but then they left too much time for Rodgers, and then obviously the Packers got in the field goal range, and Mason Crosby kicked the game-winning field goal. I was like, oh, of course. But it was a good game, so I'm, I'm expecting kind of the same outcome as this regular season game as it has been in the, in the past. So it's either going to be a really good game, or the Niners are just going to do what they did in the NFC Championship game like a couple years ago. And run like two hundred, run for two hundred yards, and Jimmy G throws like nine passes. So like, those are the two outcomes I'm expecting: the Niners to run over all over them, or it to be a close game, and somebody's gonna win on a last second field goal. <laughs> so uh, what else in games? Oh, so I was gonna talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Los Angeles Rams. So on the Tampa side of things, so I think their offense is slowly getting back in the groove even though they've lost some key players and the whole Antonio Brown thing, Chris Godwin tore his ACL and the repetitions of the wide receivers and who's got to step up and all that, Mike Evans and Gronk and some of the other wide receivers that I don't know their names and I don't blame myself for not knowing they even exist. Um, um, like, I think the the real key to this game is just going to be how effective is Matthew Stafford going to be against that Tampa Bay Bucks defense. Because, in a way, they've kind of have improved in a whole lot. Because, like, there's one point the Bucks defense did not look that great at all. And then there's been other times where they just look where they did back in the Super Bowl and they just have been crushing people. So I don't know what defense we're going to get. But I'm also kind of wondering what's Matthew Stafford going to get, too. So so it's like, are we going to get the Matthew Stafford we saw on Monday? Or are we going to get a Matthew Stafford that we kind of saw in the past, like, three games in the regular season? Where he kind of threw some interceptions he probably shouldn't have and play a little inconsistently and got to be able to run the ball. It's just this, this game is going to come down to who can run the ball best and who can make most explosive plays and who can limit it those explosive plays and all that other stuff. Now, by me saying this, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, Chan, none of that really makes sense. I know. I'm a dumb football expert. I don't know anything, I feel like, sometimes. Anytime when I'm talking to this microphone, you're probably thinking to yourself that, well, either you're going to yourself, well, no dip, Sherlock, or you're going to yourself, well, nah, obviously, or what? What is this guy talking about? Why am I even listening to them? Look, I like to think... I'm somewhat of an expert, but I don't know anything. <laughs> I, I, I like, you know, anytime you're in a room full of people, especially with my two roommates, anytime I'm watching football and they're like, well, what the heck was, they'll ask the question, like, well, that's blah, 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 and that's, that's a penalty. And they're like, well, how's that penalty? And I have to explain it, and blah, 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 and they're like, I mean, they're football fans, but they're not really football fans, so it's like they occasionally watch, so it's, I have to just explain some things sometimes, but one of my roommates is kind of like a big fan of Joe Burrow, so he'll watch anything that happens with Joe with Joe Burrow and Cincinnati Bengals. So he's like, "All right, since he's like, is Cincinnati going to the Super Bowl?" I'm like, "Probably not." He's like, "Why not?" I'm like, "Well, because they're not like a Super Bowl caliber team this year. Probably not." He's like, "He's they're like he's got Joe Burrow though." Yeah, Joe Burrow's great and all, like he's elite, I think, but he's like. Not gonna get him to the Super Bowl this year, but like in the future, though, I wouldn't be shocked. Like I wouldn't be shocked, and 
like the next three years, maybe Cincinnati's in the Super Bowl. But like Cincinnati's got a long way to go. Sorry, I'm getting sidetracked again. This game is the Bucks and Rams game. Is going to be like have some very intriguing matchups and how is um, Brian Flora or is it what's his name Lutwidge Brian Wetledge is going to match up and no here's the real matchup it's how is Sean McVay going up against Todd Bowles because Todd Bowles defense is been like he'll read it out, see how things are going, and then he'll make adjustments, and those adjustments are just fantastically good. And then how is Sean McVay going to counterpunch what Todd Bulls brings out with his defense? It's just, it's going to be a key of matchups and keys of schemes and all that other stuff, if that makes any sense to anybody out there. Like, it's just going to be how is the coordinators are going to really set the tone for this game, I feel like. And how is Tom Brady going to do his thing? Are we going to keep seeing playoff Tom and all this other fun stuff about Tom Brady? Are we going to get him back in the NFC Championship game? Are we going to get him back to another Super Bowl? Which I kind of low-key hope the uh, Rams win, in a way. Because I don't really want to see Tom in the NFC Championship game. Because if he gets to the NFC Championship game, he's most likely or not getting back to the Super Bowl. And I really don't want Tom in the Super Bowl again. Even though I respect and I know he's a go and all that, but it's like I kind of want to see somebody else besides Tom in the Super Bowl. We've seen Tom enough. He's been to 10. Let somebody else get to the Super Bowl. All right, Tom? Stop being that person. So, um, let's see. What else was there to talk about the NFL? Um, okay, I guess we could talk a little bit about what kind of what happened with the whole Cowboys situation thing. Let me just talk about this real brief, and then we're gonna move on. I don't understand. Like, I think it was the, like, I think in Mike McCarty's head, it was the right call, which it kind of was. But Dak Prescott didn't really execute it the right way. He should have got down a lot earlier. Should have grabbed the ball and got the referee the ball, and then so that way the referee didn't have to run into Dak Prescott and the center and having to adjust where the ball placement needed to be and all that. So it's like, it wasn't a bad call. It was just badly executed and poorly clock management, again, by Mark McCartney, which he's done this season. So it's kind of a lose-win or lose-lose win. I don't know. The whole win-lose situation thing, it gets me confusing sometimes. So regardless, the Cowboys kind of screwed up. But either way, the Cowboys really screwed themselves over when they had like 14 penalties on them, and seven of them were pre-snap penalties with holdings and false starts and offsides and all that. It's like you can't have those in the game. Like you're gonna, if you're gonna commit penalties, you can't have like 14 of them, or you're gonna lose the ball game. Even though the Niners were kind of almost willing to give the game away, in a sense, like. With Jimmy G interception, and then the Jimmy G only needed an inch to get the first down, and then having the false start because he didn't get Trent Williams enough time to set, which is bad, bad football right there. Like you should have waited an extra second just so that way Trent Williams would have got set, and you probably would have got the first down with the end of the game. So it's I don't know. It's a whole. It was a whole. It was just a weird last minute thing. The whole. Cowboys and all that. The Niners game. It was kind of a weird game. It was kind of fun, but not 
a classic. It was just a good, weird, fun game, in a way. Sorry about that. My phone kind of went off. I didn't realize it was still on. Um, so, that being all said, now, I think I got everything. So, um, was there anything else to talk about on the uh, wild card in NFL, anything like that? Nope, I don't think so. So, let's move on here to the NBA stuff. Occasionally, I do like to talk about basketball, but obviously, it's hard to catch up with it sometimes because obviously football happens and then you know NBA is like a long season you can kind of catch up a little bit either just before the all-star break or even after the all-star break you can go all right who's this who's that who are the good teams who are the bad teams who's playing well who's not playing well who are the MVPs and who are not in the MVP conversations and all that and, you know occasionally I like to like catch, trying to catch up on MVPs or not MVPs but in the NBA, you know, because my Chicago Bulls are actually doing pretty well this season, which I'm very excited about. Because DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine are easily, easily top two in NBA duo basketball this year. It's not even a question. Not even a question. Top two. At least top two. Not two. If not one, but two. If not one, but two. Just saying. Just saying, guys. I'm just saying. Either way, though. Like Jamal, okay. I want to talk a little bit about the Memphis Grizzlies a bit, cause like they've they've low key been on a roll here. They won. What did I what did I see? I they have won their twelve of their last thirteen games, which is very impressive. The one loss coming to the Ma Dallas Mavericks recently. They got the uh, Milwaukee Bucks tonight as I'm recording this portion. So we'll see how that goes. Let me see if I can kind of pull it up here. Because I think they're playing right now as we speak. So let me kind of pull it up here. Um, the uh, Milwaukee Bucks and the Grizzlies. Okay, so the Grizzlies did lose. So now my stats fluctuated. So now they've won uh, 12 of their last 14. Which is still very impressive. The Memphis Grizzlies might be a legitimate team to watch out for in the Western Conference. With John Morant playing, I think he's definitely in the MVP talks. Like him and uh, Jello and Embiid and Damar and Kevin. Or maybe not Kevin now because he's got injured. But him, Damar, uh, and Joel and Steph. Steph is definitely... Should be in the MVP talks, even though he's had a little bit of slump. But either way, because like the start of the season, he was going, whoa. We we're like, wow, he's definitely going to win the MVP and all this, all this. Um, I don't know. You could probably make a case for Giannis. Um, maybe, no. I'm trying to think who else is kind of in the MVP talks. I guess you could say Djokovic. Because, you know, he's he's just Djokovic and he does things what he usually does. His past shoot because he literally has to carry the team the different nuggets are like i mean they just need jamal murray back and i don't know when he's expected to come back maybe it's after star all-star break because obviously he tore that acl about a year ago so we'll see how that goes with nuggets i think they're still not there yet because they're i feel like they're just one they're missing jamal and two they're just they're missing something else and maybe it's I don't know to make it the different Nuggets because like I don't I don't really expect them to make it to the Western Conference Finals, really, because I think they're the the West is top is like kind of 
the Western Conference Finals is kind of an interesting conference because I think it's more of a uh, the top six are going to be like. Hold on, let me look at the standings here. I want to see what the standings are looking like right now in the Western Conference Finals here. Let me pull it up. I don't know. I'm trying to think here. Who are in the top six? I know it's the uh, Warriors, uh, Suns, and the Grizzlies, and then I think Dallas is up there too. So let me pull it up here. Here we go. We got the Phoenix Suns, who are currently in first, and they got the Golden State Warriors, then Memphis Grizzlies, Utah Jazz, Dallas Mavericks, and Denver Nuggets are your top six. And then in the play-in game scenario, you got the uh, the Lakers at seven, Clippers at eight, Timberwolves at nine, and the Trailblazers at ten. And then you got their bottom teams like the Sacramento Kings, Spurs, Pelicans, OKC Thunder, and Houston Rockets. Nobody cares about them because they all stink at basketball. Um, okay, so with the Lakers, it's been really intriguing because like there's been a lot of reports saying. It's a game-by-game game situation with Frank Vogel, their head coach. If they lose, he might be fired. But if they win, he's not going to get fired. It's like, look, if you want to fire him, fire him then. Nobody's going to care if he wins a game. You're still, If you're thinking of firing a head coach, then you're probably going to fire the head coach regardless if he's winning or losing. Now, granted, it's, he should be the head coach that with this roster they've kind of built it's like russell westbrook hasn't played well and i i like westbrook i really do and it, he's definitely like one, a fun player to watch sometimes but it's like sometimes it's like dude you stink right now you're stinking it up like he's so bad at shooting sometimes like i'm never gonna um discredit him for his effort his hustle plays because he's He's truly something else. Uh, he's truly special when it comes to like just straight up just giving it all his all and all that other stuff, you know. Because Westbrook is just he plays it at 120 miles per hour, just keeps goals, 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 and never gets tired. Anything like that. And uh, like I, because like I don't even know, you know. Now, granted, if I've said this. I've said this before, I mean, maybe to myself, but I don't know if I said this in a podcast or a tweet. I think the Lakers low-key kind of regret trading for Anthony Davis. Now, hear me out. And maybe maybe I'm, like, overreaching it, and I don't think maybe they do, maybe they don't. But I, in my opinion, I think the Lakers don't think or think they shouldn't have traded for AD. Now, granted, maybe they... They still did win that championship because of Anthony Davis, I think. But at the same time, that roster is a little bit different. They had a lot of better players what they currently have now. But ever since after that championship, Anthony Davis has like consistently gotten hurt. Like he hasn't hardly been healthy. He just keeps getting hurt. He never plays, and sometimes he just he's just on the bench with his street clothes and bent or. Bone bruised Anthony Davis, broken bones Davis here, and it's like, like, you you're not, you're paying someone to stay healthy. Like he's constantly always hurt, and like the Lakers front office is probably getting a little frustrated with AD. They're like, dude, stop getting hurt. Now, granted, if injuries are like I don't know how to explain injuries, but like Lakers should really consider. 
maybe I shouldn't say this, because I think it's probably going to be a bad take, but honestly, I think the Lakers should probably trade Anthony Davis. Like, I think they should, all honesty, trade Anthony Davis. Like, I think it's unlikely that they should, but, like, in the back of their heads, I think it wouldn't be a bad idea to trade him. Like, I know he's a really good player. He's really talented. And when he's healthy, he's just, like, top, he's a top 10 player and all that other stuff. But it's, like, he's never on the court, so you can't say he's a top 10 player if he's not on the court. But if once he's on the court and he stays healthy, which is hardly ever the case, I, I think you should at least give it a, just give it a whirl. I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen? Maybe you should, here, trade trade Anthony Davis to the, to the 76ers for Ben Simmons, and then you can have two guards who suck at shooting. <laughs> you can have Westbrook and Ben Simmons on the same court. Oh, my God, imagine if they were on the same court. Good God. That's, oh, man, nobody would. Oh, my God. LeBron would probably just be like, all right, I'm done. I'm out of here. I don't, I don't, no, no, I don't want, I don't, no, I don't want to be here. I'm good. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna quit. I'm just gonna shut down for the rest of the season. <laughs> oh my God. LeBron would start drinking his, grabbing his wine bottle again, start drinking on the court, be like, all right, we're done here. I'm done. I'm done for the season. They're like, LeBron, what are you talking about? We still got, we're still in the playoff. No, 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 no. no I can't, I can't play with these two. No, I can't, I cannot play with these two. I did not agree to trade for Ben Simmons. Whoever said I did, you're in. You're wrong. You're done. He's gonna like you guys are done. You're done. You're done. <laughs> that meme was like you're done. You're done. So I don't know the make of the Lakers. I did say I did tell this to a buddy of mine. He was like asking for our 2022 predictions. I said the Lakers won't make the playoffs. They can get in the playing games. But they're not going to make the playoffs. And I'm sticking by it. They have not shown me that they can win a championship, which they won't. Absolutely not. I mean, it's going to be either the Suns or the Warriors or even the uh, Memphis Grizzlies have a better shot at winning the championship than the freaking Lakers do. They stink. The Lakers stink. All right, uh, was there anything else NBA-wise? Let me go over to the East a little bit, because I mentioned about Ben Simmons a bit, and I was just now, to, I was recently talking about this with the same person I told about Anthony, about the Lakers not making the playoffs, and he was talking about how Embiid should be in the MVP conversation. I was like, yeah, he absolutely should. He's been playing really well, and it's the only reason why the 76ers have been, been consistent, and they've been in this, uh, or even at, a, like a contender in the East because of him. It's definitely not because of Ben Simmons. That's for darn sure. He's literally he's not helping his team win. He's just being mad because he can't get out of his own head and how to shoot a basketball. Now, granted, I'm sure he just wants a new start and and he's probably like getting frustrated with his own his old teammates like Joel Embiid and Doc Rivers, and he just wants a friend new start, which. I'm totally fine with, but the 76ers at some point just got to get a trade offer. They're just going to have to accept, and I'm sure that they think that Ben Simmons is a talented player, which he is, but he can't shoot the basketball. He's like, he's the best basketball player if there wasn't a hoop. <laughs> like, if there was no hoop, he'd be the best basketball player of all time. Like, he'd just be so good at everything else if there was no hoop in basketball which is obviously not the case. 
But either way, uh, the Ben Simmons situation, I think I, I saw a report that the Kings were willing to offer. Now, I don't know. I don't know how accurate this is, but I'm going to assume there it was a report that the Kings were willing to give up two first round picks, Buddy Hill and Harrison Barnes and Tyrese Halliburton for Ben Simmons and uh, Harris. And um, I thought to myself, like, yeah, the 76ers should absolutely accept that trade because one, Buddy Hill's a really good shooter. Harrison Barnes is a great role player, and Tyrese Halliburton is a great second-year guard who's been playing absolutely good for them. But at the same time, on the Kings side of it, you should probably keep Tyrese Halliburton if you're going to... I don't know. You should probably want to keep Tyrese if you're going to build an actual, like... If you want to actually have a foundation, you should probably keep Tyrese. But if you don't want him, I guess, you still have that Mitchell kid that you drafted from Baylor. Um... Like I don't know what to think of the Kings because the Kings have sucked so long they haven't they haven't been relevant since like what two thousand three I mean like what are we doing here Kings like you haven't been relevant in so long that nobody cares about you sometimes I think people forget that you're even a franchise and like sometimes I think people forget who's even on the team I think there's like I like I can name you like five I can name you about five players. DeAndre or DeAndre Fox, Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes, Tyrese Halliburton, uh, oh, was a Holmes, Holmes, right? I think there was a guy named Holmes. I think Alex Lynn's on the team, which I could totally be wrong about because I swear I was watching a Kings game recently and I saw him. I was like, he's still in the league. Oh, there, who else is out? Who else is on the Kings? I feel like oh, I just said Mitchell. So that Davion Mitchell. He's a rookie. Um, I was gonna say I was gonna say Kyle Guy, but he's not on the Kings anymore. He used to be on the last. He was on last year's team. Uh, let's see who else is on the Kings. I don't know. But either way, it, they got they have young talent, and they got like they're like they're not bad, but they're not good. They're just right in the middle. They're just they're in the they're in the bar where it's like they're just staying really consistent of not being great, not being bad, really bad. They're just average, kind of just staying as an average team. At times really bad, and at sometimes just really, really bad. But, I mean, I don't know what they mean. The Kings are the Kings, and nobody cares. And hopefully they will eventually turn around, eventually. I mean, sooner or later they got to figure it out, right? Maybe it's the front office. I'm not. I have no associations with the Kings. If a Kings fan wants to tell me what's truly wrong with the Kings and who what needs to be fixed, then go right ahead and tell me at Tweet Show on Twitter and tell me why the Kings are his future is bright or it's still going nowhere. So you tell me, guys. All the Kings fans out there, you tell me what's what needs to be done, and I will do it. I will. I will help the Sacramento Kings get back to relevancy if it's the last thing I do. I want all the Kings fans who are listening to this, and there's probably not that many Kings fans out there because they've probably given up on their fandom. But if there are and they're listening to this podcast, I want you to follow me on Twitter. I want you to DM me or just at me on Twitter, at TweetShow. It's at TweetShow on Twitter. 
and tell me what we need to do to fix the kings. I will. I'm willing to help. I am truly willing to help because something not something needs to be done about the kings. If it's ownership, if it's the front office, or if it's just strictly, they need to go somewhere else. I will help in any way or fashion. Okay, I got distracted. I got way distracted by the kings because I saw that report. And we were strictly talking about the East. So let's get back to the East for a second. So the East is definitely top heavy and anything below, I think there are about only five teams truly that can compete for an NBA title. The obviously Brooklyn, the box that the Venue champs, obviously. This I guess you could say the the heat and the like so the top three are obviously I think the top two teams who can easily come out of the East are obviously the uh so let's say tier one is the Bucks and Nets are easily in the top 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 tier. Second tier of maybe making some noise and somehow getting out of the East are the Bulls, the 76ers, and the Heat. Those are your tier two guys, and then tier three is just everybody else. Everybody else has no shot at getting out of the East. Like no one else. Like those I think only five teams have a legitimate shot at getting out of the East and playing in the NBA Finals third. And that's my Chicago Bulls, Miami Heat, the Nets, the Bucks, and the 76ers. Those are the only five teams who legitimately only got a shot at an NBA title. And they're probably still gonna lose. Because I think the West is probably gonna win the title this year. Cause like the Nets though, it all depends on where the game is and however Kyrie's gonna fix his issue with either being vaccinated or not vaccinated. And I don't care what Kyrie is. If he's unvaxxed, that's fine. If he's vaxxed, that's great. I do not care. That's his own personal choice. But obviously he lives in a state where it's obviously mandated that you get vaccinated and something like that. That's his own problem. If he wants to live, I think, there's the rumors going around that he's, they, the Nets would consider trading Kyrie and blah, blah, blah. Which, like, I mean, you could. Read it later. I know, honestly, you could. Trade it somewhere else where you can actually play basketball, but I don't know. They, maybe the Nets are going to be, like, in a situation where it's, maybe it's best that they don't get, like, home court advantage. And that way they can, if it comes down to a game seven, they have Kyrie for that game. And then they can just so wait. So if they're a lower seed and they don't have home court advantage the first two games, they'll have Kyrie. That way they can win the first two. But then if see this is going to be really tough for the Nets here with Kyrie and only being able to play in a, on road games and not home games. Because what if they need to win a road a home game? And you know they'll have. I'm hope I'm assuming they'll have Kevin and Harden healthy for the playoffs. Which they could probably win a game alone just with Kevin Durant. But otherwise, I mean, it's just going to be kind of an intru- It's going to be really interesting to see what the Nets do the rest of the season. Because obviously Kevin Durant's out for about six weeks, which should get us towards, I don't know, I don't know when the All-Star break is, but I'm assuming by the end of the six weeks when he's supposed to be good and healthy, it should be all-star break. So, 
he should probably, by the end of the All-Star break, he'll be back on the court, I'm assuming. But assuming they're going to rush it, they'll still have, sorry for the awning, but they'll still have Harden home, but just not, um, they'll have Harden for the rest of the season as long as he stays healthy, but they'll only have Kyrie for the road games, and all those road games will probably be important. It's mentor kind of in a mess right now with the whole Kyrie situation, so I think Kyrie just needs to figure out if he should just get vaccinated, which I, which I would recommend that he should. That way you can just play at home games and not having to play on the road every single time. I mean, come on, Kyrie. Play, get one for, be a good teammate and just get vaccinated. Again, I don't care if he gets vaccinated or not. I generally do not. That's a pers- that is a personal choice for somebody. But it, as a person who is vaccinated, I would strongly recommend that person get vaccinated. Again, I generally do not care if that person... If Kyrie gets hit or not, again, I don't want to make this political thing. I was just told by my family members that I should get vaccinated. And I listened to them. I was like, okay, that's fine. That's great. I don't care. I'll get vaccinated. I generally do not care. If it keeps me somewhat healthy and all that, that's great. That's fine. I'll do it. I don't care. I'll get the shot. I don't care. I want to protect some of my family members that they ever get in a situation when they get COVID. I just want to protect people, all right? I just want this thing to end. That's all I really wanted. I was like, all right, if it does, if it, if me getting vaccinated helps the world, then I'll do it. It's fine. I'll do it. All right, enough that. Enough with that being said. Um, was there anything else? I, I wrote down. I started writing down things for this podcast so I can, like, be a little more scripted about this Uh uh, so we talked about the Grizzlies, and we talked about MVP talks a little bit, and then we also, if the, you know, here, let's come back to the MVP talks real quick. If the season would end today, I'd probably say the MVP is, oh man, that's, oh man, that's a tough one. I'd probably say, I'd probably say Joel Embiid's probably the MVP. I'm not, in all honesty, in all honesty, even though Jim, Jim, John Moran has played excellent basketball. But I would slightly go with either Joel Embiid or even, God, I'd probably even give it to Steph Curry, too. So maybe I'll just give it to Steph Curry. If the season would end today, I'd just give it to Steph Curry and just be like, yep, MVP. MVP for Steph. NBA trade deadline's coming up here pretty soon, I think. So we'll see who's making deals and cuz I saw that the Indiana Pacers were going to sit Miles Turner cuz they're going to try and trade him cuz like the Pacers are going to tank now and they're just going to do a full rebuild and all that other stuff. So we'll see where Miles Turner ends up. Magical of editing, I just fixed that whole thing. So a lot of things have happened since I've just recorded that portion cuz I took a pause and I was recording some things and Fixing and editing and some things and all that other fun stuff you get to do. If you ever make a podcast, you get to do editing and re-record some things. And uh, the uh, Pacers actually just beat the Lakers last night, and a lot of things are not all well in La La Land. So, I th- okay, I do take back some things I did say earlier in this pod. So if you're now just getting to this part and you only listen to to what I said about Anthony Davis, 
You should have listened to the whole podcast because I'm just about to take back what I said about Anthony Davis. But I will say they should probably get rid of Westbrook. He's no good. He's no good to the team. He's not helping the team whatsoever. Whatsoever. I mean, he's just... Like, I'm never going to... Like... I don't know. I'm never going to, like, discredit him for his effort because obviously his effort's there every night and, and like, for 82 games and all that. Like, he just gives you 110% every night. I'm never going to just discard him for that. But, like, I am going to criticize him about his shooting, his turnover. He's just a turnover machine right now. He's just, he's straight up just not playing well right now. It's just things have got to change in that lineup roster. Like, like uh, I was watching a video of Charles Barkley kind of going off on the Lakers, and he said that Brennan, is it, uh, what's, what's the guy's name they said they were talking about? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Stanley Johnson's their second best player. Stanley Johnson's your second best player. That's kind of a that's you got a problem then, because it should not go LeBron James then Stanley Johnson, <laughs> and then probably I don't know like uh, Dwight Howard maybe I don't know. I haven't know I haven't really heard much about this whole Lakers roster. Like nobody's like standing out besides obviously LeBron because everybody's talking about Frank Vogel eventually getting fired or just. I think I don't. I just don't know what to do. I don't know what the Lakers should do or will do. I think they will make moves. Like I'm not doubting that because they should make moves to get this roster to start playing better. And maybe it's a little bit of Anthony Davis not being there too. Like it. Maybe it's all that too. We're just not thinking that. But it's like Anthony Davis should not be the reason why the Lakers are sucking it up right now. Now, granted. Maybe he wins you about, I don't know how many games he's been out, but let's say he's been out for 12 games. You should be able to win six or seven of those games without Anthony Davis. And, like, Westbrook should be playing at a better and higher level than he has been. And everybody else who's ever on that roster, like Marcus All and Dwight Howard and uh, Malik Monk and uh, Taylor Horn Tucker and all them guys, and you start playing better, like, I don't know who they got next, but here, you know what? Let's look up the Lakers roster. I think I I just heard they were playing Orlando here, either today or tomorrow, whatever, whenever you're hearing this. So let's see, uh, tomorrow, which is Friday, which is this podcast will be out. The Lakers have the Orlando Magic on Friday. They're one game below 500, and they got the Heat, the Nets, the 76ers, the Hornets and the Hawks. Those are their next three games. Or no, not three games. Six games. Those are their next six games. I'll repeat that for everybody. Magic, Heat, Nets, 76ers, Hornets, Hawks. Those are their next six games. That's going to be kind of brutal for the Lakers. I'm not going to lie. But we'll see how that goes. We'll see if any changes do plan on being made. Because I think the trade deadline somewhere in the beginning of February, so I do kind of expect him to make some kind of deal or changes. Maybe it's even head coach, and maybe it's even front office. Because Rock is it Rob Kablinka? He's got some. He's got some. He should be blamed for some of this too. Like, obviously, you can make the joke that it's Le- GM LeBron's fault too. So whoever you want to blame could be Robs and LeBrons and Franks and Russ and just. 
everybody in general. It's crazy to think that the Lakers won a championship two years ago. Now, granted, that roster was like slightly better than what this roster is currently now. Like they traded away Rondo. I do remember that they had Rondo, but then they traded him away because I think he was useless. And they're like, all right, Russ. They're like, Rondo, go away. Dwight Howard. They should probably just send him away too. I don't. I don't know why he went back to the Lakers. Maybe they thought they could get some of that energy back with them, but nope, not the case. They should have also probably trade Marcus Saul. Uh, I don't. I like the thing is they probably do need a big man, so maybe you keep Dwight, but you should probably trade Marcus All because I think he's useless on the Lakers. Uh, let's see who else would you trade on that team? I don't know. There's a bunch of one-year deals, so you could probably just trade those one-year deals guys to somewhere and just get somebody back. I don't know. Maybe even trade. You could just do a straight-up trade for. We'll, uh, just do the 76ers trade and give them. No, they can't do that because there's a whole cap. There's a whole draft picks things, and they can't do that. The whole I don't understand the whole can't trade consecutive picks, blah blah blah, with the whole NBA thing. I don't get it. I mean, I do, but I don't, so it doesn't matter. So I guess the Lakers are out of trades. Of so I don't know if they can or can't. So I'm assuming they could, but they can't use their draft pick. So there's literally just going to have to trade the person and get draft capital back then. So, yeah, I guess we'll see how the whole Laker thing goes. Um, was there anything else I was going to talk about besides kind of moving on and telling you my crazy Friday night I had? Um, I don't think so. I mean, that's pretty much all I had for that because I was just recently watching like sports talk and they were talking about how how bad the Lakers have been so far and which I don't blame them because the Lakers have been pretty bad so because they just got to get their crap together really just got to get their crap together so we'll see how the Lakers do the rest of the season and headed in the all-star break where they're at for the rest of the season that being said now okay I'm ready to be done with talking NBA because I feel like I've talked about the NBA for a little bit longer than I should have. But I'm glad I found, I'm glad I got to talk about it though. All right, let's move on. All right, I'm ready to tell you my story about what happened to me last Friday. So it's gonna be a long story, but there are gonna be some details that are gonna be important. So let's start from the beginning. So I just got off of work. It was about what was it? eight or seven I don't remember exactly when I got up it was between eight or seven I just got home and it was just a typical you know Friday night I was probably just gonna either go out or stay in I decided or yeah I was, I was gonna go out or stay in so I stayed in didn't want to do much um, so I stayed in and it was getting a little bit later in the night it was about 11 and one of my roommates Tom was in the living room watching uh he was watching either a movie or Cobra Kai don't remember what but I remember he was watching something out there and I had my headphone I had my I had my uh, headphones on some noise canceling headphones on I was just sitting in my bed it was getting closer to midnight now and the other roommate is up in his room so you know I was I was kind of about you know it was getting late so I was like 
about to shut off the lights and do all that but then i heard i i don't know how i heard this but like i heard the uh smoke detector beep i was just like oh that's weird i thought well i didn't think it was the smoke detector i heard a beep i assumed it was from my roommate tom watching some kind of movie or show so i kind of ignored it and then tom knocked on my door saying hey did you hear that i'm like yeah i heard it i thought it was you what what, what was that beeping noise he's like it was a smoke detector i'm like why is the smoke detector going off you burning something he's like no nah. i'm like oh that's weird so waited it like another minute later, it kind of beeped again, and then it started telling us that the CO2 was going off. We're like, oh, we like it. Uh, we need to worry about this. The CO2 like actually in our apartment. Are we like, is this not good or what? So then, um, kind of start like repeatedly beeping and telling us this. We're like, all right, we better go notify the other roommate, Sean. So. We walked upstairs, and Tom was the first one that got up there, and I was like, all right, I'm like, all right, John, this is kind of a serious thing. We got, well, kind of, we didn't know. It could have been a false alarm, but either way. We got up there, and I was like, all right, Sean, I think Tom's trying to, Tom's telling the truth. This thing's going off, and we don't know what to do about it. So, so he finds like, he didn't want to get up from bed, which I don't blame him, because he's like, ah, is this really a thing, or can I just lay in bed? And can ignore it. He's like, nah, nah. We're like, no, 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 no. You gotta come down, check it out too. So he finally gets out of bed and comes checks it out. And he's like, all right, well. So we press the button to reset it, and it stopped, obviously. And then next thing you know, it does it again. But this time, his room, Tom's room, that's right next. So the smoke. Okay, so it'll give you a little more context. The smoke detector is right above or right right above us there's a smoke detector in my room right now and it's about foot away from the other smoke detector that's right next to our kitchen and then tom's room is next to me on my on my left and tom's room smoke detector started going off too telling the same thing that co2 is in the area and in the air and blah 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 blah, blah. you know whatever typically it says it was just beeping beeping and sean's like hey sean and he's like oh chan uh open your door to see if yours started going off so i was like okay the thing is mine never went off it was just mainly the kitchen one and Tom's room. Those are the only two that ever went off. And you know, for about 10 to 15 minutes, we were contemplating if we should call someone, if we're, this is kind of a false alarm, we should take batteries out, which we did, but still, one of them was still going off regardless of the batteries. So, of course, Tom and his fantastic humor and his sarcasm, like, ah, this ignorance just got a bad. Like, no, 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 Tom, come on, let's let's be rational here. Let's not, let's not do, let's not just ignore this, you know, potentially die if we don't pay attention to this. He's like, ah, what's the worst thing to happen? Really good sleep? Of course he would say that because he's a doofus. So either way, and his sense of humor is just horrible. So either way, so about the 15, this, about the 15 minute mark, the upstairs room where Sean lives, upstairs, his smoke shirts are going up. He's like, all right, yeah, we need to call somebody. So we finally called the, the city department. Or like, we called somebody. We were like, hey, our smoke detector is telling us that the CO2 is, is going off. So we're going to need to have someone come over and check it out. So we did. We called them, and then we decided to get out of the apartment and go into my roommate Sean's car just to hang out for a minute. So we grabbed some of our things to keep us warm and just hung out in uh, Sean's car. Also to keep you in mind that this was also during a snowstorm. I forgot to mention that too. This was also part of a snowstorm. So that was also fun. This is part of a snowstorm that's happening at the same time. So we're getting snow everywhere. It's not like crazy heavy ones. It's just more a uh, bunch of flurries but it was happening during the day so we have like 
a good solid about eight inch, eight to ten inches of snow on the ground. Maybe eight at the most. Maybe nine. I don't remember. I just remember eight to nine inches was gonna be the max, I think. So regardless, so we get outside, we get in the car, at least into Sean's car, and we kind of just chill out and wait until the fire department showed up. So I saw the truck and I got out of the car and I went up, you know, just told him that we were the ones who called and at least the two fire department people checked out our apartment, did all the readings that they all they need to do. And they're like, about another 10 to 15 minutes, they came out to our car or Deshaun's car. They're like, hey, do you uh, have an emergency number you can call for maintenance? We're like, uh, no, but we can try it. He's like, you might want to give him a call. So we try and get a hold of a emergency number for our maintenance people. We got hold of a number and this lady was trying to trying to get a hold of someone that she could contact about this whole situation. We let her know that our CO2 was going off in our department. We needed, fire department was wondering if we can get hold of a uh, emergency maintenance. And she's like, okay, I'll see what I can do. So we're on the phone call for about 20 to 15 minutes on hold because she was constantly trying to get a hold of someone. And she finally ended up getting a hold of someone. So she notified them or him and then he called us about five minutes later telling us that about these uh, portable heaters that we're about to get. They're like, okay. So the fire department gets done with their um, their jobs of reading the CO2 levels and stuff. It's all right. And then they're like, okay. So we found out where it was coming from. It was coming from your, your uh, heater, aka our AC unit or whatever, or however you want to say it. Yeah, the AC slash the heater slash the AC basically was killing us. So he's like, all right, we turned it off. And it's you know, it's going low, getting better. So we he hope they opened a bunch of windows and all that stuff. It's like we're like, is it safe to go back in? Can we like stay the night? We can still stay the night, or do we need to go somewhere? He's like, well, you could still stay the night. Just don't turn on the heat. And then um, like if you want to, you could go obviously somewhere else. But you're more than welcome to still stay at your apartment. So we did some talking. We're like, all right, I think we could probably still stay at the apartment. So so we got back in the house. So we got back in the apartment, and me and Sean decided, we're like, all right, well, we got back in the apartment, and we're like, oh, we need to go get those heaters. And Tom's like, ah, I'm just going to go to bed. We're like, okay. So we tried getting out of the car. So we tried getting out with Sean's SUV or SUV. Regardless, we tried getting out with his car because he had four-wheel drive. Granted, like I said, there was about eight inches of snow. So as we're trying to get out, we get about we get like two, get like put it in reverse, and next thing you know, we're going, and then we stop and we're stuck. We're like, oh dude, we're stuck. So I was like, dude, we're getting these heaters regardless. So I'm like, let's just start a walk. He's like, he's like, all right, we'll start walking. So we started walking towards across the street where the maintenance guy was, which it wasn't very much far of a walk for us. It was going to take us about five minutes to get to where he was. So. So we got all the way where we needed to go and we met him there and then he then he took us to these uh like garages where the heaters were and he was telling us these stories about blah 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 these stupid college kids and how they didn't do anything right and i don't know then we saw these uh group of group of people that were trying to get a car out of the snow and they were in there was a two-wheel car and me and sean were kind of looking at each other like should we help him? And the guy, the maintenance guy is like, yeah, you got no shot of getting that car out. Nope, it ain't going nowhere. It's staying right there. And they're like, well, we need to get it out of the way so the blouse don't hit it or blow whatever. He's like, yeah, you got no shot. So regardless, we went with the maintenance guy and we were still kind of debating if we should like help him afterwards. And sadly, we didn't. Even though we did think about it, though, we did think about it. In the story, though, we did say that we, we did help them. In our story, we did help them. So either way, we got the heaters and then we looked at to our right again and we still saw them trying which they did make some progress but it wasn't enough progress so we're like should we go help them he's like how about this he's like how about this we drop off the heaters and we walk back if they still 
still need our help, then we'll go help them. But if not, we'll just walk. Which kind of, the, at the time, seemed like a good idea, but it's like, well, why would we just walk all the way there and then walk all the way back in, like, cold weather and snowing? So either way, it was late and we were just losing from all that CO2 stuff. So either way, got all the way back to our apartment. Um, our roommate, Tom, who likes to hang out with the girls a lot, was like, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm going to go see a girl. I'm like, we're like, Tom, you have no shot of getting out of this apartment. The snow is so heavy, you have got no shot either. Oh yeah? Watch me. So he gets into his car, and he tries so hard to get out, and we told him you had no shot of getting out. And he was just so determined to go sleep with this girl, even though we told him like three times, and I watched him try to get out. I was like, you idiot. We told you you couldn't get out. He's like, oh, I just wanted, I just wanted this, to see this damn girl. I'm like, dude, it's your own fault if you think that you could have done this. And he's like, oh, I could have done it. I'm like, well, you clearly didn't, you idiot. He's, he's a fool. Either way. Um, okay, so where, where was I? Okay, so Tom gets his car. Now, Tom's car stuck. We just left it there. And then we were like, okay. So we talked a bit. We just kept talking, talking, talking. And then we were all ready to get in bed. And we, me and Tom took our heaters. Took the heaters to our... We also took a heater because we had a total of three. We took three of them. So we took three of them. Each got one. And then even though I had my own personal heater, my little heater, I just took it just, just because... So I plugged it in, and Tom plugs it in basically about at the same time. And then a lot of energy, it just blew out pretty much all our outlets. So we're like, I was like, what the heck? Because I noticed something turned off. I was like, what the heck? Why did that just turn off? So so I did some investigating, and I, went, I unplugged something, and then I plugged it back in to see if it would turn on, which obviously it didn't. So then I kept doing it, and then I heard Tom going, fuck! He's like, oh, shit. Tom's pissed. He's like, damn it, these things blew our fuse. I'm like, oh, there you go. And then he's like, yep, we're just gonna have to go sleep in Sean's room. So we're like, all right. So we got up to Sean's room. We're like, hey, we're gonna have to sleep in your room because all our uh, outlets are busted. He's like, all right, that's fine. So got our beddings and stuff. We just had a little sleepover in Sean's room for the, for, so what was it, for Friday night, Saturday night, and even Sunday night. For three, for three whole nights, we get to sleep in Sean's room. Or was it Sunday night? Did we do a Sunday night sleepover? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, we did. Do, we did do a Sunday night sleepover. That's right. I do remember that now. Cause like, see, because when this is happening, I kind of lost track of the days. Because every day just seemed to, every day just seemed like the same day almost. So either way, what else? What else did happen? So like I said, we just got into Sean's room and we like stayed up for another like hour. Watch? Did we watch? Did we watch a movie that night? Yeah, I think we watched it. We watched Spider Man. I'm pretty almost positive we watched Spider-Man, so. Because we're like, we were tired, but we weren't tired. So we're like, all right, we might as well just watch a movie. So I was like, hey, want to watch Spider-Man? Which they're like, yeah, let's watch Spider-Man. So we watched Tobey Maguire's first Spider-Man movie, which was great, obviously, because Toby's the man. So we watched that the first night. And the second night, or no, did we, did we watch the second one the same night too? Or did we start it but didn't? I don't remember now. I'm trying to think here if we, like, when did it? See, it was all kind of a blur now because I think we, or did we just do it every night? I think we just did it every night. We watched the first one. Then the following night, we watched the second one. That was, I mean, those were fun nights to have. I mean, I'm glad we had those little sleepovers. Because, like, the funny thing is, I did say to the to the, to the guys, prior to any of this ever happening, the same night I told them, I was like, hey, we're in our 20s, guys. We need to be a little bit more adventurous. We need to be going out more. We need to be doing all I was giving them this little uh, rant slash speech about us being more outgoing and all this other stuff and they're like you know what that's fair chan because i was like we haven't gone out in a while let's just uh let's just go balls with the walls and just have the time of our lives this semester they're like okay that's fair so 
Obviously, when I said that, like about two two and a half hours later, our, 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 our lives got a little bit more interesting. So lesson learned. Once you speak something in the universe, it's almost guaranteed to almost happen. So I guess my little my little voice got the universe attention and it gave us one hell of a night, that's for sure. And one hell of a weekend, I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of a fun weekend. You know, you, you what was the, here's a question for you. What was the last sleepover you've had in a while? Like what is the last sleepover you've had? Maybe as a kid, maybe it was maybe more recently. I'm curious, when was the last sleepover you had? I keep why do I keep repeating the question? Let me repeat it one more time. Even though I just said why do I keep repeating it? When was your last sleepover you've ever had? Obviously, my answer was this previous Sunday, which was great, obviously. But yeah, I mean, it was just fun times, I tell you. Fun, fun times. <laughs> just one of those, you know, it was just one of those nights you just didn't think was going to happen, but it did. And obviously, when that happened, we were kind of upset with the people here at our apartment complex about this. So now we are in the process of thinking about moving out, even though my mother kind of told me previously that I should stick this one out. But this was, obviously, I've been told her i haven't told my mom about this whole thing yet she was just like you've moved every single year since you've been in college i think you can just stay put for at least one more year of this i was like yeah that's fine i can stay here and obviously this happens and i think she would be reasonable for not letting us be here by it almost killing us so i think she'd be okay with that but we'll see how it goes so with that all being said now that was my that was my uh friday night that i was kind of excited to tell you guys about so uh let's finish up let's uh finish up the podcast with this some some interesting stuff that I've been kind of been working on here. So in the podcast um, stuff, I will I will be uh, be clipping some audio and posting it onto Twitter. So every time you'll see a clip from the show, and then and then I will post it onto Twitter, and then at the same time you will get the link to the podcast so you can like watch the clip of it, so or listen to the clip. And then be like, oh, that episode sounds really intriguing. Maybe so I'll click on it. So click on the link and all that. All that. And then I'll probably start. I'm here all on. Let me give you a list of things I've thought about. So I've also considered about doing blogging, just writing up some things and then posting them on the Twitter too. I've also have considered doing a TikTok account. So it's would almost basically do the same thing as just either recording myself and just putting out the audio or actually having a doing the actual face camera and doing the whole vlog or not vlog but podcast video and posting it on youtube too so we'll see how that goes i'm gonna probably have to rearrange my room i'm gonna do a video one like i don't mind showing my face onto the camera and posting it on youtube and all that fun stuff but like i don't know i'm gonna probably have to do some rearrangements so i can like just have the wall facing me or not behind me and having like jerseys behind me and all that so i'll have to do some um, work on that so so first thing I'll probably just do is just the whole I'll start with the clips and post them on the Twitter and then I'll try my best to start getting on the blog thing so I just got to figure that out hopefully within the next two weeks maybe by maybe after championship Sunday I'll have how I'll, I'll do blogs or my stories slash blogs we'll see how that goes because uh, I got because like I got some school work to do and obviously School comes first before podcasting. You know, I would revert, do the reverse. You know, you know. Recently, I'm in this class, and they have started this podcast. And also, I took a podcasting class, and they were like interested in what I'm giving my thoughts about it. And I've given my thoughts about it, and it needs a whole lot of improvement. I mean, 
I might just have to become the producer of this podcast. So yeah, that's what I plan on doing on Monday is becoming an AL. Just becoming the producer of that podcast. So now I have to worry about two podcasts. Even I do remember, I do remember for anybody out there that remembers me doing this, which I surely don't. But I did actually start another podcast that was originally going to have me and one other person doing it. But that kind of fell through. I did two episodes just by myself. And I was hoping by episode three he was going to do it. But he never did. So there you go. That was fun while it lasted. So, I mean, it's still out there. It's called, it's called the uh, All-Star Benchwarmers. So it's probably better than this one. But I'm still, I'm really proud of this project that I've done. With the tweet show, I, I think I'm going to try and keep growing this podcast and even doing better things and all that. I got to get more. I want to do more interviews. Just got to figure out who I want to interview and who wants to talk and all that other fun stuff. You know, it's just going to take a while to, for me to like, because like really though, I, I'm, I haven't like opened out, openly said to my family members and friends that I've done a podcast. And doing what I know, the only the only two people in my family know about this are my mom because she found out by my grandma, who, but which I still don't know how my grandma found out that I'm doing a podcast. I still don't know how that how that worked out because she said she said to me she's like oh you're doing a podcast I was like what podcast because I was in a little bit of denial I didn't really want to come out and say it yet to them. I was like, no, I'm not doing a podcast. What are you talking about? She's like, I heard you. I heard your voice. I, uh, I heard you were doing something. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, yeah, you're doing a podcast. What are you talking about? I heard. I swear, I heard your voice. You were talking and you were doing this. I'm like, I don't know, Grandma. I don't know what you're talking about. And I joke. I. The thing is, I did show her it, but like, she still said no. I was like, well, that's. I was like, I actually showed you the podcast that I'm doing, Grandma, but I didn't say it. So either way, uh, like a day later, then my mom like texted me and called me. She's like, "Did you make a podcast?" I was like, "No, that's not mine. It's not mine. That's nah, not mine. I deny it." But she, I guess so. Yeah, those are the only two people. And then uh, Patrick knows about this. So I guess he's a family member. Patrick knows about this podcast. Who I'm assuming he listens to it, but probably not listens to it all the time. Which I don't blame him. Either way, shout out to Patrick for for supporting this podcast. It's been a, about he's been a day oneer, so good for good for Pat. Uh, and then Ben, my good friend Ben, who is on the podcast, has been. I don't know if he actually listens to it, but I know he knows that I that I have a podcast out and stuff. So maybe I don't know. I just gotta I just gotta work up. I just gotta like start telling people about this maybe. Like, I don't know how to approach it. Like, I'm sure people, a lot of people would, like, actually listen to it, I'm sure. But, like, I just don't know. Because I don't want to give out this product and then listening to it. And then go, well, Chan, it's not that great. And then they're like, oh, great. I mean, if you don't think it's that good, then why am I? Uh, you know, I don't want to, like, give people hope and go, wow, Chan, that sounds really good. Maybe I'll give it a listen. And then they listen to it and they're like, eh, maybe, maybe I won't. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just like, I want to give people something to actually listen to that's actually a good product. Well, I know I the people that I listen to this, I'm 
sure they're thinking, wow, it's still good. You know, I just got to keep improving and all that other fun stuff, which I hope I do. And I'm really trying my best to improve this podcast and like really get things and segments and all this stuff. Make this like a legitimate show. And that, I don't want to say, well, yeah, I want to make this a legitimate show as possible and having fun doing it. So, I mean, I got what I get. Even some more people involved in this and all that. So we'll see how that goes. But either way, I've been, been talking a little bit too bit long that I needed probably should. But either way, it's been a... Um, actually, hold on. Let me just keep talking for you. Because <laughs> I can talk as long as I want. It's my show. I can do whatever I want. Um, what was I going to say? Okay, so let's, re- let's recap one more quick. So um, I'm going to start posting more clips about this show with the audio, not the face yet. Because I could probably do the face, but for this episode of reasoning, I haven't done a face one yet. So we'll do the audio for like a couple more episodes, and then we'll see how that goes. And then maybe I'll finally reveal my face and do a video face podcast or video one. And you actually see my face and all that. And then from there, I hope to start blogging. And then from there, I hope to, like, have more interviewers and more people on, which that's kind of, like, my next thing is I just need I just need to figure out who I want to interview and who wants to talk and who's willing to be on the podcast and all this. Because I'm sure people are willing to come on, which I don't, which I hope they would. And I hope, because I would like to make it fun for them to be on the show. I don't want to make it pressure and, like, I'm going, well, I don't know, champ. I'm not going to be that good. I'm like, no, 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 no. You'll be just fine. I'll lead you away. It's really not that hard. I'll make it fun. Which I've done from the past too. Is try to make it fun for them. To be on the show. So. Um, like I said. I'll try my best to keep improving this podcast. And all that fun stuff. So. That's going to be it for today's episode guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Tweet Show. As always, this has been your host, Chandler Tweet, and I'm glad you've been listening to the Tweet Show. I hope to see you guys soon. Peace out. Steps into it.